What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. We've just been just binging the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> you love this. All right, roll intro. Anyway, so today I have a really, really good list of really deep questions that I haven't asked or we haven't really talked about. Maybe somewhat similar. But Mimi has never seen these. I just wrote these down, so I don't even really have that much time to think about the answers of how I would answer them. But I just thought that we just hop right into it and uh, go for it. You ready? There, some of these are pretty. Yeah, the face you have right now is really scary. I'm excited. Me. I think these questions are good. Oh, you don't have like look a whole, at it. You have don't a whole look page full. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm not looking. How do you hope you'll change as a person in the future? First wow. off, first Wait, off, we need to enter this better. So today, after this, I'm going to a bachelorette party. <laughs> we have to at least talk about what we're doing right now. We can oh, just okay, jump right okay. into the deep questions. All right. I'm going to a bachelorette party tonight for one of my best friends who's getting married tomorrow. This is kind of a whirlwind wedding here, but it's uh, happening and I'm excited. And what are you going to do tonight? Edit this. Edit this. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's why we wanted to record it before. Then tomorrow we're waking up at five. Driving up to Irvine. So Lucky I can us driving up to Irvine when it's black outside. All right. Let's get into the questions. All right. How do you? <laughs> I just felt weird jumping right into it. Okay. I'm uh, ready now. All right. So first off, before you answer that one, do okay. you think people can change? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think to an extent. <laughs> yes, absolutely. To an extent. I mean, you can change, but you, I don't think you can change completely who you are. Have you changed? Yes. All right. Since when? When do you think has been the biggest change? Biggest change? Yeah. I think that would probably be me kind of having more control over my life and who's in it and who's not in it and what I do with my life every day and what I don't do and... If that makes sense. Your habits. Just, I mean, just like everything. Like they say too, like, you know, I always read these quotes where it's like, if you don't like this person or if this person's not good for you, then, you know, don't have them in your life. And I feel like when you're younger, it's harder to do that. It's harder to prioritize yourself and like your needs. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just have like everything in your life. You have everybody and you do things that you might not want to do. You go out to these parties, you, you know, you're friends with all these people. And I feel like as I get older, I keep realizing like, is that benefiting me? Do yeah. I want that in my life? You know, or like, not just with people, but like with things too. Like every single day, I'm like, is this going to help me with what I'm doing? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You're, you're very vague, but yeah. Prioritizing myself. And go. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm like almost there. And so that actually... Like I'm, I'm pursuing what I want to pursue. I wake up and I do what I want every single day. Yeah. You know? That actually leads into the, the first question was, how do you hope that you'll change as a person in the future? I hope that I do that better. You prioritize yourself more? Yeah. Yeah. Because at Cause this the, rate, I'm not getting anything done. <laughs> there, there's days where like Mimi will come and help me out for four hours with Become Elite. And then like you'll go and help with the painting right now of this thing. You're helping Courtney paint this huge, this is going to take hours and hours of work. I know. And you're helping, you're going over and buying gifts. You're doing this. It's crazy how like generous with your time you are. And we were talking about this the other day. Like you were very, very like we in terms of like hard saying. There's hard saying no to people. Oh yeah, we found like our differences. This is a that. really interesting thing. So Mimi, yeah. Mimi can say no when it comes to like, hey, why don't you come to Chipotle with us? Why don't you come hang out with us? Why don't you come or go out, out with to us? Drink or go yeah. out to that. Or, you, you were know, really party. good at being like, no, I don't want to. 
whatever. Yep. No. I like when it comes to social peer pressure of like, oh, come on. After training, it's like, oh, come on. Come to Chipotle. We're all going out to lunch. Come on. And yeah. not even bad. But I have a really hard time saying like, no. I, I get like a little bit of like, I, I, I don't want to upset the person. But then when it comes to our time, like when someone asks you to paint a full thing. I can't say and no. And you'll be like, yeah, for sure. If mm-hmm. I ask you to help me film for four hours, you just do it. Yeah. But then like for me... I have a very, I'm really good at people like, oh, can you help me out with this? I honestly am like, I honestly, I can't. I got too much on my plate. I'm, but uh, see, that that's like what my problem is because I feel like one change that I have made, like I said, is I do prioritize like my goals and in, in the in like the bigger picture of things of my life, yeah. but not when it comes to like the little tiny everyday, like getting things done. Yeah. From my goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like every single day, like today. What did I do today? Went to the gym. What did I do today? I got my hair done. Okay, well, I have to do that. <laughs> but like yesterday, for example. Yeah. Went to the gym. Okay, we did that. Did you film yesterday? No, I went up to train yesterday. Yeah, I spent like five hours building Ikea furniture for my mom. And then I spent like three hours painting this for Courtney. And you like take Jake on a walk. And then I and took like Jake, yeah, and then I didn't have, and then by the end of the day, I'm like, well... I didn't get anything done yeah. for myself. But I go, I swing in the opposite direction. Yeah, I will totally neglect. I will neglect stuff in order to get my own stuff done. Like I will, and then my like I'll do that, and I'm like, wow, I haven't done any of the stuff that Mimi asked me to do. Well, that's why. <laughs> that's why I was saying. I was like, at the end of the day, you're gonna be the one being productive and successful because you're gonna actually get. But things I also done can hurt yourself. hurt relationships yeah. and hurt people's feelings. Yeah. So there's pros and cons of both. It's weird how oh, almost dropped my phone. It's weird how opposite, like directly opposite. We yeah, I was gonna say though. if both of us just work on like getting to like middle ground. Yeah. Where we don't swing one way or the other too much, yeah. then I think we'll both be like really good people. Yeah. But right now, like I know I'm off kilter. I do that too much, and you might prioritize. Yeah, I can I can stop working for an hour a day to help somebody else out. Yeah. I can stop working an hour a day. To help you put the IKEA furniture together. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Hi. Okay. Am I doing good so far? Yeah. What keeps you up at night? You hitting me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Explain that. (laughs) He hit me in the face. Okay. So I have like this rule that he can't sleep with his arms above his head because he sleeps on his back. So he always wants to put like an arm up or like both arms up. And when he flinches or like twitches, they come down and like smack me really hard. And I didn't realize it, but I fell asleep right next to like the hand. The which strike is zone. The strike zone. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. That's why I always face away from you. And in the middle of the night, I was just woken up by like a straight punch to the face. And I was like, okay. Uh, and it's funny because whenever that happens, I'm always like, ow, like Shelly, that hurt. And you're always just like, <sighs> like you don't even react to it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on you. I wasn't asleep. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> funny domestic no, honestly, abuse jokes <laughs> uh, what, what keeps you up at night though um not i always am thinking about how little i'm getting done for myself and that really it doesn't even keep me up at night it keeps me up like all day long like that's all i think about yeah like right now i'm thinking okay i'm recording this podcast which is good but i didn't create anything for my instagram today i didn't post anything i posted like one thing this week like that stresses me out a lot. Yeah. What can you do? What about you? What keeps me up at night? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I, in reality, I 
never have problems. I was gonna say up. you are not, nothing keeps you up. <laughs> but it's not like but to answer the question of like mm-hmm. what stresses me out a little bit or like what I worry about is um sometimes I worry about like even I have this constant thing of like, am I doing enough? You know? Like am I doing enough seizing the moment, seizing the opportunity of 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 both, of training, of working out, of of reaching out to teams. Am I doing enough with uh, my professional career? Am I doing enough on YouTube, creating content, building a brand, you know, building a business? And ob- I mean, like, I, obviously it feels like I am because I'll wake up at 5 a.m. and I'll, sometimes I'll work literally until 9 o'clock at night when I go to bed, like yeah. straight and neglect every other area of my life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, even on days like those, I'm still like, I, I, I should be doing more. And I think that like hits me. And I think yeah. especially right now that's really getting me up or keeping me up at night is if I'm doing enough um, to get a contract for next year in terms of reaching out. Like I have two agents working and they're telling me good things, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, things are coming along, but should I be reaching out to even more? I am reaching out to more people. I am contacting, but it still stresses me out sometimes. Like it keeps me up like well, if okay. I'm doing the exact right path. Right now, if I would ask you, are you doing everything you can within reason to get a contract and contact teams. You think you are? Hmm? Then why does it keep you up? Because I always, like I said, I always feel like I could do more. Like I could be potentially, but at the same... So like if you, if you say like knock on wood, you didn't get a contract this season in the US, mm-hmm. would you be mad at yourself for not doing something? Because that's how I always see it. I always think like in the, the future, what thing, am I going to The only thing I look not? at is like, the open would be open trials, I guess. Like maybe I could go to an open trial, but it's hard when I have when I'm being told stuff from my agents. Yeah, but you also have to listen to your told. own advice because you say to not rely on that. Yeah, you tell people not to yeah. rely on that. Yeah, it's hard. And Do you think that you take your own advice enough with that? It, like I said, it goes back and forth. Like I really, I don't know. I really, it's hard. I really don't know because is 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 it? I mean. Because I feel like you're really good at giving advice. So, like, if you were to look at yourself like a, a become elite, what is it called? Elite challenge member or yeah. someone asking for your advice and they're emailing you this and they're telling you your story. The what thing, would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's would you so, say, okay, bro, sounds like you're doing everything you can. Just wait for it. It's hard because, like, I it's, there is a point, I think, where you do have to start narrowing in on one a couple opportunities one opportunity that's really serious Mm -hmm. and like if honestly the stuff i'm hearing it sounds like i am at that stage i'm what keeps me up is if i'm being told the right things you know if i'm being kind of lied to about that because the what i'm hearing and the positive feedback i'm getting would kind of make me feel like yeah i'm time to narrow in on this do you think that those people are just comforting you so that you're not worrying or that they don't lose trust you don't lose trust really in them. there's no way to know that's that's what keeps me up at night yeah i think another thing for me that keeps me up is besides not doing enough or mm-hmm. what i want to do at least the minimum the bare minimum is actually hard at the moment i can't even get the bare minimum done but another one is just like i keep having these like quarter life crisis moments where I'm like, do I have a steady income? Do I have enough to get by and survive if this doesn't work out? You know what I mean? Cause I'm still in that phase where 
you're growing. You're not really making a whole lot. Mm. Like you're doing, you're getting something, but like, it's not comfortable at all. Like it's. I mean, again, you don't. You're stressing out because you do. You have more than enough to keep you sustained for multiple years. I know, but you know what I'm talking about. But still, you should think about it that way. Like, if honestly, if shit does hit the fan, you have enough to sustain yourself for multiple years. You're fine. Yeah, I just feel like for so many years, I felt like I was ahead of everybody. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm just every day is going back. Well, that's the hard part about building something. If you're building something and everything's going back into it and you're you're spending that much time, it's like if you take the... Uh, easier or you know the easier route you take the other route of like going straight into the business world you get the surge you know up you go from nothing a college student to getting a job and then you stay like that but then you plateau completely but like as you saw like even with become elite it took two years of of literally being behind everybody else and then now you know it's it's accelerating but i'm I'm still in the behind everyone right now yeah yeah that doesn't feel good yeah i know and i know like i know that it's okay and then the future will work out but Right now, it sucks. I know. I've went through that for two years. Yeah. Sucks. It's so that's fun. what keeps me up a lot of yeah. times. I, I, yeah, I've been there. But I'll tell you, the, the, the future is bright. <laughs> so keep pushing. I'm working right. on it. What gives your life meaning? I don't think I have one, like one answer to this. You can get multiple. Multiple meanings. I think helping people is definitely one. Mm -hmm. I think feeling needed and feeling like I'm doing something to help other people, I think that gives me a lot of meaning. And I think that that can hurt me in some ways, but it makes me feel good. Like even though yesterday and the day before, like I didn't get anything done for myself, I helped a lot of other people and that made me feel good. Yeah. I think that is one. I think another one I'm pretty sure I talked about is just like creating things in general, like that makes me feel really good. And that just, I just like when I create something or when I'm in the midst of creating something, even like with Courtney's painting, like I don't mm-hmm. want to be doing that right now because I have so much to do. But like while I'm doing it and painting it, I'm like, this is what I was meant it's to do. It's kind of a com- combination of creating something and helping somebody out. Yeah. So but it's like whenever, whenever I'm creative or like channeling any sort of creativity, I feel like that's what I was like meant to do. Mm-hmm. And so... That's why it was so hard for me to be in the job that I was in because I thought that that's what I was going to be able to do. Yeah. Because I know that that's what I need to do every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't create one thing. I didn't design one thing. I didn't make one decision, you know? And I was still the bottom, so maybe that's how it's supposed to be. But, like, I don't feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes like, sense. when people are at work and... You know, maybe their job is sales and they get all these new sales or new accounts. Like, they accomplish something. Yeah. That gives them meaning. Like, I would come home at the end of the day and be like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't create anything. Yeah. So creating something, being creative, helping somebody, that's what really gives you meaning. I think meaning. those are the two main ones. That's good ones. Yeah. What about you? I think... Um, working towards something mm-hmm. and it's not even like there is no end goal and i this is the I, I basically i even talked about it in a video i filmed today too but it you know when you hear a quote or you hear something and it just makes you like it hits you like that's the feeling that i've had inside me but i can't put to words about it mm-hmm. so gary v don't make the face <laughs> he's 
this stuff, but he was talking, I was listening to his uh, a video, I was watching a video and he said something, I was like, that's it. That explains the feeling I have what inside is, of everything. Because it's not, it's not like I'm working to try to get to a million subscribers. I'm not working to get to a, that goal of a million dollars in my bank account. Um, the number, a million means nothing. Uh, the pro contract, you can always become a better player. There's always one level higher, yeah. you know. There's never an end goal. Mm-hmm. And so like Gary Vee, he was like wants to become or wants to own the Jets. That's what he claims is his ultimate goal. But he says he's like, I look, that's my ultimate goal. But it doesn't, you know, it means he's like, it means shit to me. It doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, he's like... I don't care about if I get the Jets. I care about if I try to get the Jets. Try to. I don't care if I own the Jets. I care if I try to own that Jets. Mm-hmm. It's the trying, the full process of it. And so like that, I was like, that's it. Like it clicked. Everything, I was like, yeah, that's the feeling I've had. I don't care if I make it to the MLS or not. Obviously, that's a goal, mm-hmm. you know? But it's not like if I don't make it, everything I've worked for is meaningless you know same thing even when i was trying to get to play du1 college when i was trying to play my get my first pro contract at all when i would you know i'm trying to build this youtube channel it's not like if i there's not a certain level that i would hope for it where i'm like i made it i finally did it this it's an all or nothing type thing yeah it's all about you know i'm trying to i'm building something that's the full process the day-to-day you're trying every single day spending in like a worthy cause like that, that quote of like a worthy, worthy costs, you know, whether you fail or, you know, at least you dared greatly going for it. That's like what it is. So what gives my life's life meaning is trying to achieve something, not whether I achieve it or not. It's trying to achieve something. So would you say that's the only thing? Or no, no, that? not at all. I mean, my family gives me my life meaning, my friendships. Oh, yeah, I like you too. You <laughs> Thanks. Me meaning. Yeah. yeah, no, like but definitely. Those are obvious. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, for me, like even there's a question I was looking up, you know, to ask you. It's like, what would you do if you were the last person on earth, the last person? And my my answer would probably be, I'd commit suicide, because this life is meaningless to I me would without be anybody. So bored. What's the point of life if there's nobody else there? Yeah. Honestly, so like, what gives my life meaning to is family and friendships and and building connections, people. You know, I think you definitely thrive from. People. People. I'm huge, yeah. That's yeah. why I love doing the Instagram lives. That's why I love like talking to people and meeting new people and inviting new people in the training yeah. and stuff. I thrive off of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like obviously, but one of the things like motivating for sure is trying to achieve something. That's good. Yeah. And helping people. Like I somebody email too, like what you said. I got an email from um a girl that basically wanted me to help her out with surprising her boyfriend for oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just like the response in the email about how much like she was telling me that I impacted his life and stuff was like, wow, that's really, yeah. really cool. And it, it meant the world to me that I had, that we both of us had made impacts on their life. Yeah. So, <laughs> really, they weren't asking you know, me for anything, but yeah. whatever. Um, what do you look, what do you most look down on other people for? And what do you think oh. other people look down on you for? You want to shake that a little bit? Oh, this thing. What? What? What was the first? What part? do you look down on most people for, and what oh. do you think others look down on you for? Wow, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, if you think of something first, you can go. But... I mean, yeah, I can probably say it. I'll start with what I think most people look down on me for, and I think if I honestly, truly believe that most people don't look down on me. For many things, I, I I really you know. Okay, Mister. <laughs> Most people look maybe, up to me. Yeah. So. Maybe I have like just stupid narcissism, but like I really think that 
most people I meet from the positive feedback I've gotten. Okay, so for for all the people who dislike your videos, yeah, why do you think yeah. they dislike it? I think they dislike me because they think that I'm either fake, that uh, and I'm trying to do this based off of purely off attention, and I want to be the center of attention or like a know-it-all, obnoxious center of attention type thing. And I do crave attention. I do love attention, and I think, but I think it's a healthy form of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, well, you're doing something good with you. Yeah, and I think people look down on me as being like the typical YouTuber of like um, obnoxious, just anything for his five minutes of fame type thing. Like, especially once I've read it from tweets or I've read, you know, criticisms about my channel of when I'm going. People, it's always been like, you know, what's what's this YouTuber doing? You know, it's I, he's coming over this in, down in New Zealand. I got a lot of. Um, criticism for like being a youtuber and going down to a small team and it's like what is he doing down here you know is he gonna make a foolery of of the club and the system of what we have going on i never saw that that's me yeah i mean there's i mean that but then but then also once i'm down there and i show that i'm serious about my career and i'm serious about working hard it usually and people and i think a lot of people see my character and i'm working hard i do think i change a lot of people and people have told me i've changed their mind you know from their Oh my god, I got that all the time. Like in high school, I swear to god, one of the most common lines people said to me was, "You know, I always thought you were a bitch, but you're actually kind of nice." I'm like, "So, hey. what do you th- so what do you think why do you think they were looking down on you? What what aspect? I think I have a resting bitch face. For one, I think that doesn't help my cause at all. Um I don't know. I think I also am kind of a confident person in the way like in my attitude. Yeah. Um, like I talk to everybody, like I'll be the loudest person in the room. And I think that people who aren't like that can look down on it mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I don't really know why. And you kind of have a dry sense of humor. I have a total dry sense of humor. So people, like some people think that I'm a bitch and <laughs> like I, I've gotten that a lot, but I truly do not believe that I am. No, at all. no not at like all. I would never be mean to anybody, yeah. you know, but I think that maybe if you only met me for five seconds, then that might be what you think. Mm. I'm not the kind of person where instantly you're like, she's a sweetheart. You yeah, know, like yeah. you don't get that from me in the first five <laughs> no, seconds. No. You know, uh-uh. like you, you have to know me. Like, yeah, yeah. 100%. That's yeah. probably like, I think that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. I, you... I actually, wait, I want to tell a story. Yeah. I actually remember this one time. It was my senior year of high school and it was in um, one of my teacher's classes and she taught this um, like college course college seminar senior seminar where she helped all the seniors get into college so she was kind of like all of our mentor and on the last it was the last day of school we all had to sit in a circle in the room so we moved all the desks and we sat in this huge circle and we had like yarn and you had to throw it to somebody that you wanted to say something to it was like the last day of school like Mm -hmm. last day of high school like the last thing you could if you if you wanted to say something to anybody like that was your chance and everyone's like throwing it to people and like a lot of people were crying at this point. Yeah. Like, it was really, like, deep. And this one girl who I thought didn't like me, like, my whole high school life. Like, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of people who were, like, I knew flat out they didn't like me because they would tell people that they didn't like me. You know? Yeah. Like, I knew that. And she threw me the yarn and she just started, like, crying. Like, I remember this specifically and I was just sitting there in front of everybody. Like, what did I do? What did I do to this person? Like, freaking out. And she was like, I thought so low of you before I actually met you. And she was mm-hmm. like, but we had math together this year and we sat at the same table. We had four desks that were pushed push into a table and I was with her. And she was like, you were like the sweetest person. She's like, you came in every day and just talked to everybody. She's like, you made us all feel like welcome and at home mm-hmm. and you made us laugh. And she's like, I 
just wanted to let you know how wrong I was about you. And like, she literally was like crying because yeah. she felt so bad about misjudging me. And I was like, I, first of all, I didn't know that she had, mis- I didn't know that she was thinking <laughs> that of me. So I was kind of like sitting there like, what? And then my teacher started crying and she's like, so many people think Mimi's a bitch. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, okay, like they're trying to be nice, but I'm also like getting offended. She's like, yeah. but she's not like, she's not a bitch. And like literally my teacher's crying and this girl's crying. And yeah. I'm like, I started crying. So I'm like, why is everyone think I'm a bitch? Like so upset. But like, they all even said, like, if you actually know her, she's not like, you know, yeah, like yeah, she yeah. might come off like that. I don't know why it might be like my shell, but I, I was just, like, there's a comment too on the YouTube channel. It was like, does Mimi smile? <laughs> i didn't see that yeah. what was that on was that on a one of my videos they're like does mimi smile a lot see that's the thing i'm not bubbly and it's a huge yeah, yeah, insecurity yeah. of me because there's so many girls where like right when you meet them they're like an angel they're like a bubble of happiness and, yeah. and sweetness and i'm not like that at all you know and yeah. when i see these people like i feel like i'm like a downer around them yeah, but it's not yeah. me like if i were to come to you like hi how are you i'd be like, you'd be like what is she doing right now because it's not me at all you know yeah so that's that was a long answer, but that's what people look down on me for. I think it's just um, like first impression to mm-hmm. me back. What do you what do you most look down on others for? Like what some what's something that you're like I can't stand when people like it irks you, it bugs you, or you really think really when when something happens or you hear something that you start to you really opinion of them goes down. There's probably a lot of things, to be honest. <laughs> not, in a ba- what, not in a bad way. There's yeah, not like one huge thing. Yeah. Like there's a couple things where like, I, you know, I just don't, I wouldn't be like that. I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one huge thing for me is people that are, that are judgmental. Um, that, do you know what I'm talking about? I know what judgmental, judgmental. means. Judgmental. <laughs> like there are just some people who like, they're so set in their ways mm-hmm. that, if you don't do things like that, then you're the devil, you know, like you're a yeah. bad person. And that really bothers me because it's like, you're not, you're not giving other people a chance. Yeah. I don't like that. And I don't like really bubbly people cause they make me feel bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing. <laughs> um, there's probably more. What, what about you? What's like the main thing? The, the one that just, I know what you're going to say. What? What do you think? Are you going to say people who like, just want all the answers to everything and that no i feel like you do have a few yeah i mean i do have a few but the number one follow through with something that's a big one the number one the biggest thing is complainers i cannot stand complainers that's kind of close that's the quickest way Mm -hmm. for me to never hang out with you If, if people are around me there's even guys on the team that are just complainers about everything i mean everything can be going right st louis we had you know great setup yeah. everything was perfect people complained about everything yeah and it brings me down and like there's life is not bad like are you kidding me we're professional soccer players in america yeah like what could the, you know? <laughs> and so like i don't yeah. know I've, i'm always a, a very positive person i i hate i never like almost to the fault where i never say the bad of things or people really mm-hmm. and it kind of has, has negatively affected my life where it's just like oh yeah this is perfect and i get it I'm like wait this isn't perfect <laughs> but like complainers just drag completely suck the energy out yeah. of me. i literally hang you know driving some of my teammates or driving somebody home so would you say like negative people negative and yeah like you said that there were people like that on st louis because it was always like kind of rainy or dark and it would just you know, like you'd walk outside. You said, like you would walk outside and see those big, 
look at that. It's a beautiful day. The sun's <laughs> kind of coming out over there. It'll be sunny by noon or whatever. And another person will walk outside and be like, oh, it's terrible. This is terrible. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like this. But And yeah. it's funny because there are like... Sebastian Dalgard was negative, but he did I was it in a say, way. He's like you loved him. He did it in a way that was hilarious. Yeah, you know, I'm not like Sebastian was my one of my best friends on the team, yeah. and I. But he complained, and he it was more of a joke of him complaining. That was you his persona. Were, you guys were so opposite. We called him funny. like a grumpy cat, but yeah. like there were people who literally, you know, complain and just were serious about it, and yeah. just killed you, killed everything about it. And so complainers, and then the other thing is um, excuses. Anybody that makes excuses or says like they. Or they're the fake about like talking about how badly they want something or how, uh, you know, this is why they can't do it. This is why they didn't go pro. This is why, you know, mm-hmm. other people, you know, excuses, excuses. Oh, yeah. And uh, did you do the auto? There's a lock on it. No, I forgot. Should I do it? No, it takes too long. But just excuses like when just it's like this, is, you know, you hear it all the time. Like, oh, you know, I could have done this. I could have done this excuses oh i could have had this great company this is why i'm not growing on youtube blah 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 i'm like bro and i hate i hate it because like again there's always somebody out there with much much worse financial situation or much much worse situation than you Mm -hmm. that's doing more and doing better than you so i just i cannot stand complainers or excuses or i like these questions where did you get them was it gary v no no no. i found them on a website oh yeah i wish i could take credit for them but i can't these are good yeah um but yeah that that is the the thing i look down on people for once i hear start hearing complaint and it, obviously you'd be like oh man the weather's shit today like yeah yeah the weather is pretty crappy today yeah. like that's fine but like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's when your whole persona is complaining yeah um okay next question um this is kind of we kind of already answered it with gives your life meaning but what is the holy grail of your life and by holy grail it's like what is the thing that you're searching for like that at the end at the end? Not the end. It's not like a... But what is like for me, like for example, for me, I'd say, I would say the holy grail of life for me is fulfillment, you know? And then to break it down further, I think fulfillment for me, like I talked about, because my life meaning besides friends, family, and being around loved ones is uh, trying and working yourself, dedicating yourself to achieving a goal. So it's that, I guess, ambition would be the holy goal, like the holy grail of like constant work to better yourself, to build something, to, mm-hmm. to in, improve, to develop, something like that. Whatever it is, you know, a business, uh, I'd d- say developing mine, a player. I'd say mine's similar, but in a more creative way. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I want to see how much I can create and how good I can make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that. Um, what's the best thing about you? Yeah. Well, not my personality. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> That's like on the bottom. Uh, best thing. You know what's so funny is that like when we talk about our opposites, and I don't want to like to my own horn, but like you say that so many people thought of you as like a bitch. You mm-hmm. said in high school, even though you're the most sweet, caring, nice, generous. Like we said, literally, you one of your See? biggest one of your one of your biggest faults is that you're too generous with people. Yeah. And like for me, like I would say even when I meet people, I am pretty bubbly. Yeah. And I would say that like, I mean, in You're high school. You're just sc- a pretty likable person. In high school, I got most congenial, which is like. I didn't even know what that meant. Which just means that <laughs> it's likable. It's it's the friendliest, like stuff like that. And I literally was just, I was friends with everybody. Um, I'd always be smiling and laughing and joking and doing stuff. But also at the same time, um, when it comes to like my flaw is that I kind of don't care about 
it's almost a little bit more fake. It's not fake because that's my personality. Yeah, what the heck? Why do people like you? But but like when it comes down to like actually someone is like, hey, can you help me out this? I'm like, not sorry. I got my own stuff to do. I got to work on Well, you're just very like, I think it's just you're very driven and you're kind of like a racehorse where like you don't want. Blinders. Yeah, you don't want to look any other direction. You just have blinders on. And I like need the blinders. Yeah, I see. Like I need those blinders. That's a good way to say it. Because you're not, it's not that you're not generous. It's just that you literally are just driven in your lane and you're not going to look at anything else, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But if people do need something from you and you care, then you will do it like your mom's book. You know, you yeah, did it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. Oh, the best thing about you. Did you say what your best thing about you? You just I said, said you the joked. worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's not confidence either. No. Nope. <laughs> What's the best thing about you? Best thing about me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe my generosity. But the thing is, is I think it, I think sometimes it comes from like a selfish place though. Because like, like with Courtney's saying, like she wants me to make the sign. Mm-hmm. And obviously I want to help her, but at the same time, like I want to make something really cool. And I, I think, want people to see it. I think everything comes from a selfish place. Like even yeah. like, it, like donating anonymously, it makes you feel good. You yeah. know, that's why you do it. But the it. thing is, is I don't do it. To feel good that I did it. I did it because I I want people to see what I can make. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Does that yeah, sound yeah. bad? No, no, no. I think that's... I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, like I, I, I jump at any occasion for me to get to do something and, like, put my name on it. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah, like, true. I go out and film you every single day, but it's kind of cool for me to say, like, I've filmed all of his videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do. But the thing is, is everything that I do help people with... Is a, is a very creative and artistic thing. And that's why they asked me to help them. That's true. Like yeah. like building the Ikea cabinets. I had fun doing that because I enjoy putting things together mm-hmm. and building. I like painting. I, think, I, I like, I think I like making about, content, you know? I still think that's... Uh, I think the best thing about you f- would be either generosity or empathy or how much you care to help others. Like, I think that's for sure the best mm-hmm. thing. I just think... Yeah, I, I think that I probably just jump at more opportunities to help people win... I get to do something that I enjoy doing. And I think that's with everybody. Like, everybody does that. Yeah. I mean, if you can help somebody doing but, something but you like. But the thing is, is, like, I wouldn't be painting Courtney's sign if I wasn't good at painting. She yeah. would have asked me to do it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and, mean, like, I like making training programs for people. Yeah, because you're good at it. Yeah. And I, but I like seeing the people go through with it and, and figure yeah. it and, and help I think it'll be bodies. cool for her to, like, see it and yeah. have it, you know, for every guest to see when they come in, like... Yeah, that's the best. That that's the best thing about you. Yeah. That's good. I don't know. That's good. Is it? Yeah, I'd say for me, where do I begin? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not my uh, uh, humbleness. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I would just, if I had to say the best thing about me, it would be probably just dedication or work okay. ethic. Yeah, I think you're motivational. Motivational. Yeah, I think that your drive motivates other people and i think that that's why a lot of people like you and a lot of mm-hmm. people like being around you and it's like watching drive. you and like being friends with you i think that's because a good, you good benefit word. their lives you never bring anybody's life down mm-hmm. like the, when have you brought someone's life down you've only brought it up thanks uh, so the drive i like that that's the drive yeah to go all right what's the next question these are good questions no here's a good one too (laughs) (laughs) what's the title of the current chapter of your life 
is that your is that your life right the there? Shit show. <laughs> the show. Oh man, the beginning. The beginning. <laughs> I feel like I'm starting on a path mm-hmm. at the very beginning. That's what I feel like. That's how I. That's the first thing that comes to my head. I could probably think of something more creative. Yeah, I think of something better. Okay. Go. Th- do you have some chapters already, like of your childhood? Yeah. I don't know, like for me, I'm thinking like early childhood. How long can a, can a chapter be? 20 years if you want. 20 years? What is, chapter? It's your book. What is this, a novel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because I am in the middle-ish, but I feel like I'm at the beginning of something. Mm. Maybe I'm like a part two. Part two. Part two, chapter one. You got some awesome titles. <laughs> part two, chapter one. trying to see what it, what it would look like what's coming mm-hmm. up in my, nothing's coming up i don't know i've always said that titles are the hardest part of anything they are essays books youtube videos article anything yeah, yeah titles are the hardest uh, what would you um i would either say like come back oh well i forgot super micro i was thinking more macro macro but, well, micro yeah i mean comeback would be a good one i think the comeback would be this is towards the end of the comeback Okay, no. the comeback. Um, but yeah, probably this the comeback for for if we're talking about that career, or if I was thinking like you're thinking more macro. Like, I was thinking five year terms. Okay, what is I yours? would probably say like, um, like development. Because oh yeah, because your chapters are so much more interesting. Versus can't wait to versus, read development. Versus part two, chapter one. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so much better than the development. All right, we'll see. The we'll development see. that's such a boring name. Because I feel like. Um, I don't know. It's hard because at one point my career, my soccer career, I'm towards more of the 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 end, like the end. I'm like yeah, the your 20s. whole life, your whole life, like not just with soccer, like with become elite, with your life, with your. Life. Um, I would say like scaling then, like to in, make everything bigger, bigger, bigger. Because I've created, you know, my brand. I've created it into the bloomed into the professional scene and all that stuff. But now it's about scaling, improving, getting good. better, scaling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so no one's gonna read either of our books. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we just create it. And there's yeah. No sales. <laughs> None. Our parents don't even buy it. Yeah. What do you like most about your family? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. And then we have two more questions left. Okay. After this. I like how. And we're already at 40 minutes, so we'll make these a little supportive quick. Supportive they are. Mm-hmm. supportive and really optimistic yeah brutally optimistic <laughs> what are you brutally optimistic how can you be brutally optimistic because it's like i make a youtube video i get 200 views oh it's been a year and they're like me this is wonderful <laughs> like everybody has to see this yeah. you know it's like damn it <laughs> they're they're very 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 supportive mm-hmm. and um it's sad because when i talk to other people and they're like like even with someone's girlfriend that uh, I was just talking to at the field, and she was, she's like, "How do your parents feel about you know you you and Shelley like him doing this and you doing that? Like how do they feel about that?" I'm like, "Oh, they love it. Like they tell everybody how proud they are. Like you know they couldn't be any more happy or supportive." And they're like, "She was like, really? With what you really? guys are doing? Yeah, like, with what you guys are doing? I'm like, I mean the way that my parents talk about it, we are like 
running for president or something. <laughs> like they are so supportive. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. I would say yeah, that's probably very, my very favorite. Smart, and they're very, very open. Like if I said I wanted to be a ice skating dancer person. Ice skating dancer person. Ice skating dancer. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, great, do it. Like yeah. and they would be at every single game, every yeah. single practice, you know? They've never judged any decision or anything mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. I would yeah, I would yeah. definitely say that, yeah. I also really enjoy that, even though my mom says she's like type B, I enjoy that everyone is, has such a strong personality. Like it can be a lot, but I'm glad that no one in my family is like quiet or reserved. We're yeah. very loud people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'd say for mine, uh, it'd probably be just the, the, the humor. I'd say, like, the jokes that... The dynamic. The dynamic, I like the yeah. dynamic of like, your family. Everybody kind of, like, makes fun of everybody yeah. in my family. And you guys are always competing about which is the fair child. Yeah, like, like my, my parents would literally, like, my mom and dad would joke about that, like, they have a list, and it's one, yeah. two, three, and so like, <laughs> if I do something good, my, Matthew's number one right now, Emily's number two, Michael's number three. Michael does something great, graduates from college, all of it. Michael's number one, Emily's two, Matthew, you're, See, the, you're number three are, now. The humor of our families are so different because my mom would like, she'd be like, you guys are always number one in my heart, both of you. you <laughs> and know? my mom will straight up say, yeah. Matthew, you're number three But right I now. love being around your family because I think that's so funny. Like you guys, <laughs> like you guys, I mean, maybe I'm just assuming, but you guys don't get offended easily. Mm -hmm. So like you can have that humor. That was one thing that's been hard for our, not hard, but it's been different for our relationship is that I'm not used to having somebody that's sensitive. And we say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll tease you sometimes and you, and you'll like generally kind of not like it and i'm like what's going on <laughs> i'm teasing and I'll say that, how many way. times have i said that like mimi i'm joking yeah like i'm teasing you i know you're teasing yeah and but then you say the same thing i know you're teasing but i just don't like it and i'm sensitive and i'm like it, we just both i i need to it's a learning process yeah because i need to loosen up and you need to be tone like, it down <laughs> yeah but it is, it is no but i know i mean i know you're never serious about it and then i'm kind of more teasing with you that i'm getting offended too good to know so yeah. i can keep it keep it keep yeah. the jokes flying all right good next question we'll have two more um okay. we're already at 42 minutes so. i really like this podcast though. yeah this is one of my favorites this is my, i was gonna say this is we should title it like our my, favorite, our favorite podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah that's a good title okay i just um, hope it's in focus <laughs> <laughs> yeah see see it's on my face it's been on you the whole time i don't think i've ever been in focus i think the camera focuses on the prettier one so it won't go on me at all i have it on the pretty autofocus so it makes sense what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been told the worst piece of advice i've been told so many worst pieces I have, i'm buzzing right now i it. know um probably something about me wanting to be an interior designer and other people not being supportive. Mm -hmm. I think you know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Just when people close to you, just even when they just show the slightest bit of doubt in you or in what you want to do, it can really... Even a facial expression is yeah, enough. Yeah, even just a little expression. And if that's not really advice, but it's, it's almost like when someone's like, are you sure that's yeah. what you want to do? Like that can just like kill you inside, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, if mine's... it's ever been ridiculous advice, I don't even listen to it. But when it's when it's like that, you're just kind of like, yeah. hmm. I think mine's on a similar, almost exactly the same. And it's it anything with the word like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't do that. Like, are you sure you want to? 
Like, yeah, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> you like, shouldn't do that? Like, or you can't do that? Like, anytime someone else is telling you what your limitations are or what you... Or what you should be doing. Should be doing or shouldn't be doing, yeah. That is the worst piece of advice because I was told that it was stupid, that I should never make yeah. a YouTube channel. I was told that I should never try to go play D1 soccer. I don't know how many times I've said this on podcasts and videos. I know. I feel like I have Shelly on repeat. Yeah, I've been told You're all talking about this. the A team and the B team. Yeah, I was told like, yeah, everything. Yeah. Every from the A team, college, semi-pro, professional, YouTube channel, everything. But I think it comes from their insecurities because yeah. they believe that 100%, they, yeah. should, they couldn't be doing that. They can't be doing that. So you Misery can't. loves company. We ain't going to be your company. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> you can quote us. Yes. <laughs> misery Write loves company. Note. It's true. Misery does love company. That's yeah. why I don't like complainers. And that's why I like being alone. <laughs> <laughs> but see, honestly, that's what people complain for. They complain because they want to hear you complain back. Yeah. Because it's just, how many times have you guys seen, analyze that in your own life right now. If you either are a complainer, you just want other people to hop on the same bandwagon with you and complain about the same things. Mm-hmm. So you can sit there and complain together and feel that same weird warmth that you get when somebody else is miserable and you're miserable as well. And for whatever and we've all been there. I, it's almost like that's kind of why gossip is so yeah, popular. Yeah. Because like if you hate someone and then you find out that they hate someone, then you, and become then you great can friends, both talk yeah. about hating someone. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, we've all, I've been in a place in my life where you know we're B team or I'm miserable on the B team and I'm like why the hell am I not on the A team? And I'm all like complaining about it. Someone else goes, yeah, why? You know, we should both be on the A team, blah, blah, blah. And you feel good about it, but nothing's accomplished. Yeah. It's like, just work at improving that. Last question, Mimi, here we go. Are you ready for it? Yes. There are two types of people in this world. What are the two types? Males and females. <laughs> well, now that could get us in a lot of trouble oh, yeah. no, in this like day and age. <laughs> Two types of people. No, there's a spectrum. There is no... Winners and losers. Wow. <laughs> okay. Black and white. Uh, and it could be it could be more winner, abstract than that. Winners and losers. You're going harsh with this, huh? Um, what defines a loser? I'm going to say believers and non-believers. Don't stop believing... <laughs> Believers and non-believers be yeah be more uh, believers in what? Anything themselves, other people, the world. God. God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Same person. Believers. So you believe it? Be I don't know. I still don't like this answer. Why don't you like this answer? Believers in what? In anything. In them. I'm talking more about in themselves and in other people. Believe believers in themselves. So like confidence, people with confidence, people who don't believe in themselves. Mm, not confidence, but like it's like almost like I see the world in black and white, where there's people that are going for what they want, yeah, and then people who are not. I think like complacent that's my people, answer. and then people who go for what they want. But I don't know how to describe that. See, I my answer would be there's doers, and then there's not doers. Well, that's that's kind of what I meant by believers, not believers, because the doers are the ones that believe that they can. Do I, I don't think you use the right words. I don't think I did either. <laughs> I was going to say doers and people that don't do. Yeah. Like, you either... People are complacent and don't do what they want to be doing or should be doing or yeah. could be doing than the people who do. Yeah. And it's funny because, like... You, you stole my answer. I just made the answer better. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, started um, it. I started the answer. Yeah. That was a good podcast. Honestly, my favorite podcast. Those, those questions yes. were really good. I, I really like that. Do you have more that. of those? Where'd you get that from? I'm not telling 
it's funny is like yeah <laughs> i literally looked up first website clicked on I'm like wow these are really, really i've good. looked for questions for the podcast so many times maybe i'm typing the wrong thing who'd you type in like i've typed in like deep questions to ask somebody or there's even like the ones that are like good interview questions well that's what i typed what good interview questions yeah you're just better at google i'm pretty good at google yeah all right so that was the podcast guys i hope you really enjoyed it longer on almost 50 minutes you gotta go i have to leave yeah you have a bachelor bachelor party bachelorette so 50 50 i was wrong bachelorette party um oh yeah bachelor i know what a bachelor is that's a guy bachelor pad um you have a bachelorette party to get to i have to start editing this and um and we have to wake up at 5 a.m tomorrow and drive up to irvine to train or you Mm. you're gonna be filming uh but yeah let's do it that was the against anything any last word you want to say yes what are you a believer a doer (laughs) or a not doer what was the other one i honestly i didn't i didn't have a good word for i said people that don't do (laughs) are you a doer or a don't do ask yourself that (laughs) stop me (laughs) look at yourself in the mirror tonight ask yourself Stop. I'm out. Hi, <laughs> right, this is the Against All Odds podcast. Peace. <laughs>